1: Hey everybody, welcome to the Rocky Mountain ATV MC Kiefer Tested Podcast. That's right, this is the first of its kind, and what better way to pop its cherry than to have Travis Preston, Yamaha's famous, that's right, 2002, 125, West Coast Supercross champion, Yamaha's test rider, Travis Preston. Hello, Travis. Hello, Chris. Thank you for having me.
0: It's so nice to know that, that I'm your first. That's right. Uh, I yes. feel very special because
1: of this. And you should, and you should. So getting right down to it, um, you know, obviously everybody knows you from the racing world, but um, how long have you been at Yamaha, and how did you get started you know, in the title that you are? I've been at Yamaha
0: two years now, and or actually a little bit over two years, and, but that's two years as a full-time employee. I've been a contractor since 2013 no actually 2012 yeah I I approached Steve Butler Uh, he was testing with KYB at uh, Comp Edge and I saw him out there and um, I just went up to him and said hey you know I've been riding Yamaha's this is when I was kind of working with JGR I said I'm kind of familiar with the bike and if you guys ever need any help call me maybe Three or four months went by, and then uh, he he called me and said, Hey, we we need some help. I want to try you out. And, uh, yeah, I've been working with him ever since.
1: So you've been there for a couple years, and I'm sure you've uh, ridden your fair share of bikes, but being a production test rider is something altogether different than versus when you were coming up racing and riding all these race bikes. So uh, um, this 2018 YZ450 that we're going to talk about here in a little bit, um, is this your first major project that you saw... All the way through from the prototype stage and if it was tell us a little bit about that
0: well what's what's cool for the 2018 is the bikes all new so this is the first bike that I've helped develop that's all new I think the 2016 YZ 450 I was um, developing that bike at the beginning stages as well but that bike didn't have a whole lot of changes compared to the 2018 YZ 450 you know this thing has all new frame all new engine New suspension so yeah it's definitely cool to see the change that we made and see the progress um did you get to go
1: to japan at all for this project
0: yeah i went twice to japan uh-huh. and actually this project started so early we started doing this project i think steve might even start it in 2013 i started working on it in 2014 and at that point i was in north carolina and they were flying me back from north carolina
1: to test the bike oh wow so you guys have been testing this for how long what a couple years now yeah
0: yeah a couple years now yeah
1: yeah people that i guess people don't understand out there you know and i've been a part of the process as well Is, um you know we're working on 2018 models right now but you know in the testing world um 2019 bikes are already going and um should be almost you know the prototype stage should be pretty much done so pre-production 2019 stuff's already being tested so for those of you out there don't know the process um you know travis has been riding this stuff for a long time and he's probably already which he won't tell us he's probably already reaching up to almost the 2020 machine so um it's a pretty cool process and as a rider you kind of get lost in the fact of uh you know you're going back to the old models so to speak even though it's a new model in in the real world but uh um it's definitely a long lengthy process and uh it's cool to be a part of and i know uh i know having you come from a racing background you know yamaha benefits you know from that too so um diving right into it man uh friday i went down to yamaha and did the media intro and well actually reveal and saw the bike looks really cool um doesn't look really anything like um the 2017 model um but now that you've had plenty of time on the 2017 bike and you've ridden it, you know, I have as well. I'm mm-hmm. a um, big fan of that bike. Um, what changes did you have that, or what did you want to make from the 17 to the 18? And did those changes come into play? that you say, hey, I would like, you know, A, B, and C, and then did that way you guys, you know, that's that where you went? Yeah, it's pretty much when,
0: when we started this project, we, we were
1: all in agreement
0: of the things that that we wanted to change and i think some of the big things for me was um improving the low rpm power but at the main at 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 the same time making it more controllable and then also i wanted more power but more power everywhere mid wanted more power and then i wanted it to pull longer i wanted to be able to hit jumps in second gear not shift to third so i feel like we definitely accomplished all of that
1: yeah um just for me personally um i know i feel the bike's a little bit heavier than most other bikes out there but uh you know everyone seems to complain about the the turning capability of the 17 yamaha but um i know it comes with 25 offsets and a lot of these racer guys put 23 22 offsets on and i have tried the 22 offset on the 17 and it really didn't really work didn't really make the bike better in the corner it just kind of hindered my ability to come into a corner um so do you feel like that is something that you, an agreement with me? Like, do you feel like the 25 was, was a decent setting for the 17? Yeah, I think so. When, when you go from track to track,
0: it is, you know, I, people don't understand how many times we will go back and forth on these clamps. We'll go to Glen Helen. We'll try the clamps at Glen, Glen Helen. We might switch them back and forth two or three times. And then it's, let's say if we figure out what works at Glen Helen, We'll then take that to ANZA, and then we'll try it all over again. Right. So that's why this testing process takes so long, because we really need to make sure we're confident that the
1: part we're choosing is the best. Um, Okay, so 2018 YZ450F. Um, By the time you guys hear this, I'm sure um, it'll be out in the public. You know, it'll be uh, on the Internet. You can read all about it. But diving right in, the engine changes, lots of them. Can you tell us a little bit about that and why you guys made those?
0: Yeah, well, like I said from the beginning, we we wanted some power that was more controllable. And we also wanted some power that uh, had more mid-power, was stronger pulling mid to top. So uh, I think we started with some changes by the intake port is straighter, um, the high-lift cams, increased valve opening, uh, pistons lighter, uh, head pipe was lengthened 12 millimeters, uh, throttle body went from a key to a Um Better performance there, more controllability there, also lighter. Right. So that's one of the areas where we cut weight. Um, and also, you know, a big thing that was that was surprising for me on the engine was was the ECU. So a lot of the horsepower gains, you know, came from the intake change or from the cam change, but controllability. Most of the low RPM controllability came. From the ECU setting. Okay. And what we did different this year was um, ignition timing points were adjusted. Let's say in 2017, low RPM, we only had five points of adjustment at, okay. lo- at low RPM. For 2018, we increased that to, let's say, 20. I'm not sure what the exact number is. Right. But we increased it significantly to where we could really refine that low RPM controllability and to me that was the biggest improvement and that's the one thing because right now at this point i'm going 2017 back to the 2018 right. and that's the one thing that strikes me is how controllable the low rpm power is but yet when you get to the mid and top it just really starts to pull and and keep pulling
1: um yeah that's kind of what the 17 did too i, mean, I know it had good low end to mid but it kind of fell off a little bit on top in the over rev and i know um having the Yama Yama power Yamaha power tuner and you know adjusting that helped that a little bit but the yeah the 18 you know well this the, the current bike could benefit from having a lengthy you know top end over rev um was there a bike that you guys were testing um when this all this was going down that you kind of had like man we want this kind of type of of top end power was there some kind of baseline bike did you guys have other bikes to compare to you
0: know yeah i mean i think every manufacturer does the comparison bike thing um that that's pretty much common knowledge um so we we had an idea of what what we wanted and you kind of take you know no bike's perfect right so you take what works good from this bike what works good from this bike and you want to try to combine everything in, in one bike so that's what kind of gave us the idea and gave us the direction that we went with for 2018
1: so also with the, the 2018 YZ450F um, has electric start, um, which is the new thing, obviously. I know I've been riding a KTM recently and I just love that aspect of just hopping on and pushing a button, so that's super cool that Yamaha did that. And uh, I also got with your colleague, you know Stephen Butler, and talked to him about that a little bit, and he said, um, yeah, you guys got electric start and you guys lost some weight. Um, so with that, leading into this, the chassis. Um, the most important thing for me, I think, on a 450, um, because you're dealing with so much horsepower, and you're really not looking in for any more, I mean, you can't really use it all, but the chassis changes are, are going to be the most important, and if there was one bug in the Yamaha's uh, 450's armor, it was uh, the chassis as far as cornering and and weight. So, tell us about the changes on the 2018 450. Yeah, we definitely made a lot of changes to the chassis. We,
0: we noticed through testing that uh, when you increase the rigidity, it gives you a more lightweight feeling mm-hmm. and it also makes the handling more responsive. So, you know, you want to look left, you want to turn left, that's where the bike goes. So, so with that, we, we wanted to increase the rigidity but minimize adding weight at the same time. So, to do that, we uh, went with the uh, bilateral beam frame. Uh, We ended up lengthening the um, steering head tube by 6 millimeters. Um, Another thing that helped with traction is we moved the cylinder 2 millimeters or 2 degrees more forward. Okay. So that that gave us some uh, more contact on the front tire. So the engine is more upright, straight upright? Yeah. Okay. And then also... We, like you said, we ran the 25 clamps last year. We went to 22s this year because we ended up moving that head pipe six millimeters out. Right. So, um, yeah, with those changes, uh, really
1: improved cornering and the ease of cornering. How's front now? I noticed, too, the front end on the 17's a little vague feeling. Um, Mid-corner, maybe it doesn't bite quite as hard as a Honda or even a Suzuki. Um, How do you feel on the track on the new on the new bike is do you feel like you have more fun and traction through corners
0: yeah i do and you know i'm, I'm sure you see me ride and you see my corner speed yeah it's so flawless by the way so, so it's quite high <laughs> <laughs> but seriously um yeah i i think that's the one thing where i'm really picky is I, I really pick it apart on on the corners so that was one area that i wanted to see improvement and yeah it's it has more contact it's easier to corner and it 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 holds its line better um i feel like with the combination of the chassis and the engine i'm just coming into the corner harder i'm getting on the gas sooner and 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 i'm exiting the corner faster and you know you add that up corner by corner and yeah my, my lap times are definitely lower
1: yeah and that's that's one thing for all you guys out there listening to this is riding a bike that that's this fast you know you you want it to work for you, underneath you, right? So um, the, the the huge benefit is you want to work less and have your lap times less as well. So I guess that's what you're saying with this bike. Like, you don't have to push the envelope as much to have your lap times drop because it's easier to ride, correct? Correct.
0: Yeah, it's, it's definitely um, easier to ride, easier to corner, easier to change direction. I mean, it's obviously easier to start. Right. And, 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 and another cool thing is it's easier to move around on because uh, the, the seat is lower. I think at, at the mid part of the seat, that's 8 millimeters lower. Okay. At the rear of the bike, it's 19 millimeters lower. Um, it's thinner. Uh, the handlebars are 5 millimeters higher. So you, the rider cockpit is, is much more roomier, and it just feels more natural moving around on the bike. And, yeah. and, and overall,
1: to me, it's, the, the bike feels smaller. Right, and that was leading to my next my next deal here was the the cosmetic changes, but it's just more than cosmetic, you know. I actually got to sit on the bike when I was at Yamaha, and uh, very, very noticeable when I just stood on the pegs and the, the rider triangle area. Um, I'm a big fan of the handlebar, and I was worried about that you guys changed the handlebar bend, but um, I know that you guys have it. You just raised the, the mounts up five millimeter, correct? Is yeah. that, yep. Yep. And, so the seat is lower, so the the rider triangle feels more roomy. And I'm six foot, and what you're six three, yeah, six three. Yeah. So I mean, there's a wide range there, and it, it, it feels pretty good. Obviously, I haven't ridden it yet, so I'm not, i not haven't been on the track. But uh, um, another another complaint by people on the 2017 YZ is uh, the fat feeling shrouds. Right? You hear this all the time. You hear it's oh, it feels wide. It feels, you know, it's too it's too heavy in the corner. But you know, I think most of that comes visually looking down at the shroud you know because it was a little bit fatter in 17 and in 18 you guys thinned all that up yeah it's
0: it's, it's definitely thinner uh, it, it's actually lower the air duct, the radiator shrouds tank, seat everything has been lowered so um and then with that, everything's been made thinner. The gas tank is 16 millimeters thinner. The and seat is 18 millimeters thinner.
1: And also, you went to a 1.6 gallon tank versus a 1.9, correct? Yes,
0: correct. Yeah. yeah. So that's one area where we cut weight. Right. And um, yeah, and also, you know, you're you're talking about uh, being thinner. The the radiator shroud area, where your where your knees go, is kind of funny. Actually, we figured out you could make it more thin by moving the radiators. Oh, wow. So we actually rotated the radiators, the bottom of the radiators, about an inch more forward. Huh. And then that gave us uh, more room to kind of suck those shrouds in.
1: Let me Yeah, there, see, these are the things that you guys don't hear. You know, all these, these things that I go to, I go to these presentations, and you guys read about the changes to the bikes. But, man, I'm telling you, when I'm at these presentations, you really hear... About how and why they make the changes, not just say, "Hey, we move this, we move that, because it's going to corner better." So there's a lot involved. Um, lastly, um, well, I shouldn't say lastly. You guys also cut weight for the rims too, correct? There's some weight reduction in the rims. Yeah. And they're correct. blue, by the way.
0: Yeah, correct. Yeah, the rims look sick. Yeah. And they're they're lighter, so it's a
1: win-win. Yeah, and also too, like i guess i don't know if you know but going to a lighter rim does that um do anything to the durability of the rim i, I mean i'm sure you guys have ridden with them and they're just at least the same strength as the stock rims. yeah last
0: year. yeah uh yamaha their dur- durability standards are so high so yeah when they make something lighter the first thing they do is you know test it and, and make sure it's durable right and yeah definitely everything stands up and yeah the whole time i've been riding it yeah it's everything's worked great
1: and and for for all you guys out here listening to like obviously you guys know that me and travis are friends but i was with yamaha for i don't know five years and i was apart not to the point like travis is but i did a lot of the accessory testing i did some production stuff but travis is right the the standard for durability i think is probably with Yamaha's the highest that i've ever seen i've been around you know some manufacturers and uh Yamaha has a great standard for having a. Obviously, you guys know out there. If you have a Yamaha, the reliability of your bike is good. So, uh, um, so yeah. So, lastly, we heard Cooper Webb. I heard the story while I was there on Friday. We heard <laughs> okay. uh, we heard Cooper Webb. Cooper Webb uh, rode the bike in a stock form. Obviously, it was a pre-production unit, mm-hmm. um, and he had his race bike out at Glen Helen ride, and you guys were testing, and you guys let him ride it. Mm-hmm. Can you? Can you? Tell the people out there what he thought about it and what was his comments. Yeah, that was a uh, fun day
0: for me because, um, you know, Cooper was there riding his, you know, race 17, 450 testing all day. Right. And, uh, you know, hauling ass like, like he does. And then at the end of the day, you know, this 18 is all new, feels all new. Mm-hmm. And all we did for him was set the sag to his weight. Oh, wow. That's it. Just set the sag stock suspension stock bike he goes out there at the end of the day at Glen Helen, and you know how bad Glen Helen is at the end of the day <laughs> that's so great <laughs> <laughs> he was turning the same lap times in like two laps on this bike oh, wow. that's how comfortable he felt on this bike right away so you know me i i don't get very excited very often and it, you know i actually had goosebumps watching him ride because you know third lap he's scrubbing everything and you know they got the stopwatches out and uh yeah, he was really looking good on it. What was his comments when he came back? Did he? Uh... So it's funny. Yeah, his first comment, which I thought was cool, was he said it felt like a super mini. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> so he said it felt like a super mini, and he said he uh, he loved how controllable the uh, power was. So yeah, those were his first two comments.
1: Yeah, and see that's that's amazing to me because coming from a, a full blown race bike, right? That's, I mean, tailor made for him. I mean, there's that's his bike, so. And go into a production bike. It's not easy to figure it all out, but if you feel that comfortable, I mean, that's got to be a cool feeling for all you guys in the R and D. You know.
0: Yeah, that, that that's what I feel. Is, you know, kind of, kind of special about this bike is because, um, you know, it's a bike where Cooper can ride it, I can ride it, and then you know, Steve Butler, you know, my boss, he was 130 pounds, right, and he feels comfortable on it, but yet I'm 190 pounds, and i can feel comfortable on it so you think you know that bike you would think would be too harsh for steve or probably too aggressive and and no you know he loves it i love it cooper likes it so i definitely think it's a well-rounded motorcycle
1: oh that's cool and and uh, for all you guys out there you know me and Trav go ride together we do a lot of stuff together and we're actually here in the house today on sunday um doing a little dinner but um i try to get Trav to go riding and it hasn't been working lately, and now I know that s o b why he hasn't been riding because he's been uh he's been riding this sucker, and now he probably doesn 't even want to you know go back to the old bike once you kind of ride the new bike
0: yeah, yeah, you just kind of you get used to that new that's power. that's the one thing that kind of sucks about Tess you know they give you something that's really good, and then you kind of don't want to go back right <laughs> so now I'd just rather wait until I can ride the bike in public, which is is gonna happen here soon
1: so. yeah so when will the dealer do you know i don't know if you know i am just popping this on you but uh when do the dealerships get them do you know i think sometime in july or june i'm not sure okay yeah. so fairly fairly soon yeah. a month or two yeah i mean for sure by august yeah right. but i definitely think around june sometime the bikes should be in dealers so the question is that people want to know out there will we see travis preston on one of these things at the vet national because listen people he was not happy about third place last year, okay? He he didn't want to talk about it. No, he doesn't no. want to look. he probably threw that trophy in the trash and and he was on a stock YZ. I I can vouch for that. It was no suspension done, it was bone stock. And uh I feel like you need revenge this year. Is this gonna happen?
0: Yeah, it's so tough. You know, it's and, and, and I love it how tough it is because you know, you're training and then Sleater trained so hard and then Josh Coppins came out and it was yeah. just amazing how good a shape these guys in, and how fast we were all going. And I have a full-time job. (laughs) And, and, you know, some people think, you know, my my job is riding full-time. No, it's not riding full-time. You know, I spend three days on the dyno. I spend days doing reports, traveling, itineraries, setting up test plans. So, yeah, there's definitely a lot of office work involved, bike work involved. So you know it's tough to find the time to train but yeah definitely with this new bike um, I'm definitely thinking about racing
1: that's good Well, I like to hear that um, you also got some dyno sheets here we didn't really get into that but that would be kind of cool to tell the people out there um, you he has a sheet here and he they go in the dyno room and they you know dyno these bikes back to back so According to the sheet here, what does the 17 and the 18 um, have like differences? Well,
0: you know, I, I guess first, first of all, you know, you can't always go off of the sheet. You know, I think the main thing is you have to go off rider feeling, and that's pretty much what we do. Um, we always go by rider feeling first because that's most important, and then we just double check it on the dyno. So there's been a lot of cases where we think, oh, man, this bike feels so fast. It's hauling ass. Right. And then for some reason, I don't know why, it's slower on the dyno. So I was quite surprised um, because we actually got a new dyno at Yamaha. Oh, okay. And so The, the I old dyno's gone then. Yeah, the old dyno's gone. Okay. Yeah, it's probably the same one when, when you worked there. <laughs> yeah, so, we, yeah, we have this latest, greatest, state-of-the-art dyno. And I put both bikes on it recently back-to-back. And, yeah, I was super surprised at the power pretty much for the whole – power curve,
1: it makes more power pretty much the whole way. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I know it was in the, in the reveal meeting and it said at 6,000 RPM was three horsepower more. Is that correct?
0: Yeah. So yeah. Uh, from, from let's say 5,700 to 6,300, it has 3.3 more horsepower. Right. And then again at like 9,500, around that area, it makes three more horsepower again. Oh, wow. And then I think, you know, starting way down here at 3,000 horsepower, it's it's already making half a horsepower to a horsepower more.
1: So it's really low then. Yeah. Honestly, and, and, and for, and for it, you guys just, out there, like 3,000 RPM, that's idling yeah. through the pits. Yeah, right. So, yeah. so it, it has more power even there. Wow. And the cool, too, feature is... The Power Tuner is an app, or is the Power Tuner still available and the app? And how does that work? Well, no.
0: Right now, it's just the Power Tuner. Okay. And what's so awesome about it is it's your cell phone. Okay. So the bike has a CC unit which uh, emits its own Wi-Fi signal. You do not need cell service or anything. You Don't can need be in a the, Starbucks. Don't need a Starbucks. You be in the middle of nowhere. Right. And your bike will um, transmit a Wi-Fi signal. So it's like a hotspot almost. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. And then all you have to do, and it's all free, you go buy the or get the Yamaha app on your phone. Which is free, correct? Which is free. Right. Comes with the bike. The CCU unit comes with the bike. And that's tucked in where? That's tucked in right um, underneath the rear fender. Okay. Yeah, just actually on top of the rear fender. Sweet. Um, So, yeah, it's in that area, and there's a code on that CCU unit. And when you connect to the bike, it'll ask you to enter that code, that password code on your right. CC unit, and then your phone is always connected to your bike. And then through the app, you can adjust, you know, the 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 the, the fuel. You can adjust the ignition timing, and you can even
1: make it rev farther. Correct? Can you make it?
0: Yes. The uh, the the. Well, you can't. I, I don't know if you can make it rev farther, but but the map points you can change. Right. So if you want to just focus in on. Low RPM, Mm -hmm. you could make it you know, 5-degree throttle, 10-degree throttle, 15-degree throttle. Or you could widen the whole range and change the map point from 10-degree throttle all the way to 90-degree throttle. Oh, wow. So it gives you quite a range of adjustment now to play with those mapping points, and that's also the same with RPM. You can adjust the RPM mapping points as well.
1: So I assume, obviously, you guys have done this, and have you guys found like a racy setting that you like that's it that hits harder and does you know does different stuff or is it always pretty close to stock
0: yeah that's pretty funny to say that because uh I, i've been working on that's actually what i've been doing quite a bit now yeah and we have a really good setting right now that that everyone really likes for making the bike even more controllable uh-huh. kind of taking away more power for if it's like muddy or super slippery mm-hmm. we have one that works good there but yeah i want to find one that's more aggressive but still maintain that awesome linear power that we have. And, yeah, I'm kind of having a hard time doing that right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, but, yeah, because I feel with this bike, we spent so much time on the ECU settings that,
1: man, we, we have it pretty dialed. That's so cool. Well, obviously, uh, for you guys out there, when I go to the intro, he'll have those maps. I'll screw with those maps, and we'll get back to you on that. But, um if you want to see the app, I have a picture of a phone with the app, kind of how the layout is on uh, keyfrinktesting.com, so you can check that out. Um, but also, too, that I noticed I thought was cool. I'm not a big fan of white bikes. Usually not not hugely attractive to me, but I thought it was pretty cool that you have the white bike again this year in the 450. And 252, correct? White? Yeah. yeah. Um, but it has, like, c- cyan color? Blue? Yeah,
0: yeah. It's It's this weird color blue that i've actually never seen before right and i i, I
1: guess we're getting old
0: yeah we are old and, and and i guess all those young kids are running that color now right. and and that's that 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 color is 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 on the white bike and
1: yeah look it looks well yeah it looks cool like it's it's like a, a light blue turquoise almost but almost uh going back shoot i don't remember you had yamaha's had white bikes back in the day and had a little bit of that same color blue maybe early 90s that that uh looked pretty bitchin'. so uh but anyway, yeah. Um, anything else we need to know about the 2018 uh, Yamaha YZ450F? I think we kind of gave you a, you know a good synopsis of everything here. But uh, you can go to obviously Yamaha-Motor.com and look at everything. And uh, the MSRP. Can we look that up real quick? What is that? Yeah, Take I think few. the MSRP is going to be around 91. Yeah, 91. Don't quote us on that, but I think it's ninety one forty nine or ninety one something. Yeah,
0: something like that. But yeah, we're definitely in the area. Right. And you know, the bike is coming with electric start. Right. And
1: that does include the um, the power tuner as well. Right. So that's cool, folks. And uh, you know, all you guys out there. You know, I've been a Yamaha fan of the bike for a while, Um, and I know it won. Um, the dirt rider shootout that i was a i really wasn't a part of so all you guys can talk trash out there and say a keeper made it win but i had a concussion at the time and uh when i tallied up the scores and i wrote the article man um it was it, it it won by i think two or three points from the honda so um say what you want man the 2017 uh yz450 was was pretty damn good and this 2018 looks uh really fun and with all the stuff travis is saying and i know travis pretty well he doesn't really bs and you know because obviously it's his name on the line so um we should be riding this thing i think uh july maybe yeah july 25th 26th yeah and so we'll be we'll be hitting that up on keyforinktesting.com and uh hey thanks for popping my cherry here at home with this podcast and hopefully we can do some more and hopefully it grows (laughs) and we can do some other cool stuff yeah, yeah, it was, it's
0: definitely a fun time being your first, and
1: yes. and I. I won't it play Metallica though for you, and I won't be too sad like I did with Christina. <laughs> so I'll, I'll keep it mellow. We'll hey,
0: good. you know what I think of Kiefer after dark? So we just have to keep it all. We're trying sure. to keep it a little bit corporate here,
1: okay? I mean, Rocky Mountain is paying these bills here, so we don't want to get too off base. But real quick before we leave. Two fifty F, no changes pretty much this year. No changes. Yeah, just suspension changes. That's about it? No, no, it's um yeah. Hold on. We, yeah, we got pages here, we're good. It's alright, we flipped through it. <laughs> we're running. Yeah, when I looked at the at the at the sheet I think when I was typing, I think it had just like um, I think it said suspension revisions. Um, but everything else was the same. So for all you 250F out you know guys out there, Trav won't tell us. Because he's here and he won't say anything, but I'm sure next year the 250F will be different because that's usually how, how crap works, right? Um, I'm not going to say. Right. What I'm going to say is
0: that you're incorrect about suspension changes. Oh, really? Yes, there are no suspension okay, changes. Okay, so i 2018, wrong. it has rims, right? Uh, graphic changes,
1: yeah. Okay, so there you have it. Trav calls me out. I like it. doesn't have any changes. But hey, check out the YZ450F. Thanks for visiting the Keeper Tested Podcast sponsored by Rocky Mountain ATV MC. Check you later. Thanks.